Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sports Countdown Podcast with me, Peter Lynch, and as always, the man himself, Ryan Murray. Ryan, how are we doing today, pal? Not too good, Pete, if I'm being honest with you. I can't really believe how many times I've had to speak about Wigan today, uh, but uh, it keeps coming up, you know. Polo Tori left us in the dark, nine games without a win. Uh, we signed half of Arsenal's under-23s team. He's left and then Sean Maloney's came back and uh, signed some more Arsenal under-23s. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's not so good, but, you know, we're here today not to talk about uh, my blues. We're talking about uh, another one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at least you mentioned Wigan, uh, not me. So that's all new, pal. Um, but yeah, focusing on Chelsea, like you said. Uh, we thought those, you know, the days of spending uh, mega millions were gone after uh, the man himself left, left his box at Stamford Bridge. But he's been replaced by Todd Bowley, um, who spent three hundred million this month in the transfer window on new players. Um, so we're going to get stuck into it all. But before we do that, we're just going to shout out Freelance Football Ops as always. Um, a great supporter of the podcast, and they source paid football media roles. Um, so yeah, just hit them up if you're looking for a job or perhaps, you know, a side job um, in the world of football. So you can find them on Twitter or LinkedIn or on their website. So, 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 Ryan, uh, as mentioned, Chelsea, big spenders in January, another transfer window gone. Um, 300 million spent this month, 550 million spent since Bully came in uh, in May. Um, so yeah, new trim for me, new, new mic. Um, new episode, but same old, same old Chelsea. What are you saying? What do you make of it all? I mean, firstly, Pete, I need to, I need to ask: Are we allowed to mention his name, the former owner? Uh, I, I, I noticed you called him the man himself, but I don't know if we got yeah. Voldemort rules going on here. He must not uh, be named. That's yeah. it. <laughs> well, he must not be named. Uh, it's, I mean, it's business as usual, uh, really, for for Chelsea. Um, I must admit. I'm still on the fly right here as we go through this uh, this this pod of whether it was a good or bad transfer window for them. Mm-hmm. Was it just a crazy transfer window or was it just classic Chelsea, you know, that we saw, uh, you know, mid-2000s uh, up until, you know, mid-2010s. Uh, um, but, you know, from, from, from what we've seen, they, you know, they brought in a lot of players. Um, they've pretty much got rid of no one. Uh, I mean, we'll get into who who's who's came and gone. Yeah, but um, it it's you know they've they've there's only one player right, which well I guess you could say two players for the ones we're going to talk about that I really had on my radar properly. Mm-hmm. Um, the others for me, you know, they're, they're slightly unknown. They're they're young and you know they 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 still have the opportunity to be one of the greatest players in the world or you know a big old flop. So it's yeah. uh. It's an interesting one because it's not like they've tried to sign, you know, 39-year-old Ibrahimovic, uh, however old he is these days, or, you know, or, or anything crazy like that. Uh, there's no Clint Hill coming to Chelsea. So, it, um, so, so, so yeah, I really don't know. I mean, I'm really just going to come up with an opinion on the fly here um, because it's just, I guess it's just Chelsea being Chelsea. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good way to put it. Um, yeah, well, we'll definitely touch on, you know, and you know how they're getting away with it and how it's all happening and will it work uh but you did you know you did kind of briefly just touch on there the players that they've brought in um you didn't name mm-hmm. any names but i kind of guess who we were talking about um as you say a lot of young players um and it's hard to know really who's who's going to make it and who's not you know you haven't really seen uh maduke 
Fofana, Santos, you know, they haven't haven't kicked the ball yet, I don't think. Um I mean, can we talk about Jao Felix? Looked like his super signing and then his debut is absolutely one to forget, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's we look we, we, how many people did he bring in? Maybe like seven, eight people. Yeah. Um Jao yeah. Felix was the oldest one. And for me in my mind, Jao Felix is like 12. You know what I mean? Like he's always been a youngster. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it, make, it makes me feel weird. You know, Jao Felix has came in and it, it's a confusing situation, I think, with Jao Felix. Is, is it more of his name than than his, his ability? Why uh, uh, Atletico trying to loan him out? Um, you know, and, and yeah. for such a steep price, I think it, I think it's something that the, the loan costs something like 11 million. Yeah, um, million. But yeah, in, in that area, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and... You know, it's will he really have that much of an impact for, for half a season? But also to the fact that when, when when he signed, it feels like a year ago now since he signed him. But that was just the start of the the transfer window. But you know, he's had a shocking first game, and I think there's, there's obviously some quality there. But I don't think he's going to be the best signing um, of this window. And you know, he could be someone I think struggles to adapt to the 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 British game, mm. which sounds crazy to say from someone who's coming from a Simeone uh, club. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, you know, it, the jury's out on that one, and I'm just going to keep my mouth shut on it until the end of the season. Yeah, to be fair, I might go against you here, which is what we seem to do. Um, I'm, I'm going to back him. I just, I'd like to see him do well more than anything. And I don't know it is Chelsea. I don't know how most of us feel about Chelsea, but he's clearly talented, you know. But as you say, you know, why are mm. Atletico getting rid of him? Maybe something's happened there. But yeah. obviously, the worst possible start getting sent off in your debut, missing three games. Um, so it's it, it's like a fresh start at Chelsea, but now it's a fresh fresh start basically after that raid. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that he does come good just for himself. But I mean that's that's only one signing and that's a loan signing. And you mentioned how much it costs. Um, so I mean the others kind of uh Badi Ashil in the region like thirty million, same as Maduke, I think thirty million. Um, Mudrik another one. What was he ninety million? I mean. A twenty-two-year-old winger. He looked dangerous against Liverpool. To be fair to him, but I mean that's such a big price tag, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I mean, there was a massive farce around Mudrik coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Shakhtar always seem to ask you know for big money for their players, and you can argue is it a league that is you know really the most challenging? Um, you know, I I wouldn't say that, that these teams. Are uh, you know prolific, uh, prolific in the you know the the European competitions anymore? Mm-hmm. Certainly, to not what they what they used to be, and they often used to rely on you know Brazilian imports um, for 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 their uh, especially Shakhtar um, yeah. for you know for their you know their key their key players. So I mean, it's it's great to see Mudrik come in because it, he does look like a talent that you know you want to see in the Premier League. He came on off the bench and uh, for for his uh, I guess his his debut um and he, he looked lively for the minutes he had he looked like something was going to happen he looked like given time you know he, he could reignite the spark that's kind of been lost in this sort of struggling chelsea team yeah. so I'm, I'm excited to see him money probably a bit too much you know should he have gone to arsenal i probably would have said yeah i mean why wouldn't you go to arsenal at the moment um, but I mean, he's, he's got what a seven and a half year contract, um, you know, longer than what Alan Pardew got at Newcastle <laughs> Here it is. All, all them years ago. Yeah, uh, probably still running that contract if he, if he <laughs> didn't headbutt 
Um, God, the, the player's name escapes me. But I mean, Mudrick, look, he's 22. And I, I don't want to steal what you're going to go into to next here, right? But I want to talk about someone kind of similar in Andre Santos. Mm-hmm. Uh, never heard of him before this, right? Uh, I must admit, he obviously he was playing in Brazil. He's 18 years old. But I didn't realize that Vasto, Vasco da Gama were actually in the Brazilian second division. Right, yeah. Um, they signed someone for, I think, was it 37 million or something like that from the Brazilian second division. <laughs> he's played 37 games. You know, he's either going to be the world's greatest player, he's going to be the next Neymar, or he, he's just going to rot and be loaned out to Ross County. Uh, for the next one or the four, other, the next four years. Um, but you know, like similar position, um, similar sort of, you know, like um, playmaking ability, a bit of pace, a bit of. Uh, I mean, from from the awful YouTube compilation I watched um, <laughs> with copyrighted music. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah. He he's he's probably for me like the you know the 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 wild card of it all. You know, Brazilian is he? Are you paying for the name? You know, he's got because he's because he sounds Brazilian. He is Brazilian, um, and he's eighteen. And he's already playing first team football. Or are you paying for you know the the scouts and what they really think? Um, I guess yeah. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would just say then one one player that has impressed to be fair is uh Badia Shield at the back. Um, obviously mm-hmm. Chelsea, I think like City, they've gone through. Plenty of centre backs recently, to be fair. Um, even mm-hmm. Chelsea brought in Koulibaly, um, and Thiago Silva's the one that kind of surprised everyone. He's been their standout player, and he's you know he's almost forty years old. But yeah, I think Barrios Hill's looking good, and um, they've kept a few clean sheets with him playing at the back. One against Liverpool. Uh, he's just twenty one, so he's kind of been thrown in there. And I think it's perfect to have to have Silva playing alongside you. It's the best possible role model you could have. Yeah, no, I'd I'd agree, and I think maybe to add to that, he's uh he's left footed, I yeah. believe, which is you know which is it, it sounds silly to say it's huge, uh for certain teams I think left footed centre backs seem to be a, a bit of a scarcity these days, especially ones who you know who who are confident on the ball, you know they're cultured with uh with, with their feet um and you know can really play out and obviously you know that uh, the, the formations that uh the Chelsea have been playing at the moment are really relying on their on their centre backs um. And I honestly think looking looking at uh, the world of football at the moment, you know, we've seen the kind of the rise and fall of Van Dijk, for example. That mm-hmm. there seems to be a real lack of, you know, standout standout centre backs. They all seem to be kind of placed into a mix. You know, Ramos has gone down; he's not the same. He used to be PK's, obviously retired halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that that old guard is is pretty much kind of left us in terms of that top quality. Maybe Van Dijk will come back to it as well, of course. But you know, it's a real step up for someone to come in and be, you know, a bit more than a Rudiger or a Davidson Sanchez or a, a Toby Alderweireld, and you know, to really, you know, to be be the Vidic of the of 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 the, you know this new generation coming through. Yeah. So I'm 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 really excited for him. You know, and again, thirty five million, I think it was uh, twenty one mm. years old. That's I mean, that's a steal, and you know, in post Neymar two hundred million, uh, yeah. Europe. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's some shrewd business there. It sounds silly to say shrewd business. Do they have a lot of competition? You know, I they must have surely. But so, what are Chelsea doing? Is it the long contracts that I think we'll get onto? Um, you know, something's attracting people to come to Chelsea, and halfway through the season, teams are selling for a price that doesn't sound that expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting for sure. Um, 
I mean, another one in that region, 30 million, uh, Malagusto, Malagusto for, uh, from Leon, uh, right back. But obviously, he's mm-hmm. he's not joining until the summer. Um, so yeah. we can't really get much into him. But one player I genuinely almost forgot about <laughs> is Enzo Fernandez. Oh, I'm glad you said um, it. I yeah. was, I thought we'd have to bat check to come back in yeah. to talk about. Honestly, yeah. I mean, 107 million, it's a British record, uh, which I genuinely almost forgot that they signed him, but it was deadline day. Can you can you name who who was the the previous British record? Yeah, it's got to be Grealish, isn't it? Jack Grealish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Not a great president for for Fernandez. What a name to beat, huh? Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, another young guy, twenty two, same age as Mudrick, obviously World Cup winner. To be fair, I, I do remember looking back. Maybe it was last summer, and City were linked with Fernandez. Um, when he mm. he's still at Benfica, obviously, but. Obviously, his stock has risen massively since that World Cup. Obviously, he scored a couple of goals. He assisted a few others. He played 120 yeah. minutes in the final, I think. So, I mean, that's just a huge one. Um, it's I don't even know where to start with that. It was kind of will they, won't they? And then, yeah, they ended up 107 million. Absolute fast. But I think, you know, the main thing is, like, where on earth does Benfica keep finding these players? Yeah. Good over point. and over and over. And I... I, I, I I've never really heard of it. I mean, weren't Benfica like um, trying to sign Nat Phillips this transfer window? Um, on, I got on loan. Nat Phillips. Don't you dare! Like, podcast. But, but but come on, like you know what I mean? Like they they're such a, just a random club. Like you know, yeah. I I know they they obviously get a lot of you know uh, Brazilian South American intake because of Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just they seem to be creating player after player after player. Yeah, and selling them. For huge profits, and you know they, they they stuck to their guns. It's quite important to say you know they stuck to the guns. They stuck to the you know the 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 release clause. They yeah. you know they didn't back down from you know taking the eighty million like it would be you know <laughs> like they acted like it was a disgrace. Yeah, and as you mentioned, um, I mean I hope he's not Hamas Rodriguez. I don't think so. No. Um, you know after his World Cup antics, but you know he's twenty two again. It's getting ridiculous saying this. 22, I think he's probably the oldest signing they, they got apart from Felix. Yeah. Um, him or Mudrick, is, I think, are the, the two oldest. <laughs> Pretty sure all the others are 21, 20, 19, yeah. 18. It's, it's just silly. It's just silly. It's like playing football manager. It's like, you know, you've gone in, right? You've chose PSG. You've got given 400 million. Uh, you've let... You've let Messi retire uh, peacefully, and you've just gone. Who are the best players in the world yeah. on Google for football <laughs> manager? And you've just gone through and you've signed each player yeah. just because, and that's what it seems like because they've just pulled out this money here. And I'm sure you're you're a stat guy. I saw that. Uh, I'm sure you've gone somewhere written down, but I saw that you know Chelsea alone spent more than the t- whole top flight of France, Spain, Italy, and Germany yeah. together this January mm-hmm. transfer window. Yeah, and if that doesn't tell you football's broken. Then I, I have no idea. I have no idea what is. I don't even know what world we live in anymore. Um, it's uh, Chelsea's world, and we're just uh, not getting bought out in it. Yeah, exactly. It's Chelsea at the end of the day. What can you say? Um, <laughs> say it yourself. Um, yeah, I don't know where. I mean, should we, they have to be fair. They've got rid of. I mean, a one or two maybe. They've got rid of Jorginho <laughs> Arsenal for twelve million. So there's a bit of money back. Um, They've got rid of a Sunset Bell, nineteen year old forward to Spurs. I mean he's but he's gone for pennies probably. He's gone into Tottenham's yeah. uh under twenty one team or under twenty threes, whatever it is. Um mm-hmm. 
obviously a few others were linked. I mean, Mason Mount was linked to Liverpool at a stage. Kante is another one Liverpool linked with, but yeah, it seems yeah. it just seems crazy that that you can spend all this money, um, and get away with it. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, firstly, I mean, Jorginho to Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Is it a good move or not? Yeah, I think a lot of Chelsea fans are happy. He's he's gone. Yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of thought that you know he would perform for Italy and and does not live up to the same expectations for uh for Chelsea. Um, you know he stopped. You know he kept missing a few penalties at one point. His famous hop, skip, and the jump uh, penalties stopped working for a bit as well, which I remember got on their backs. But then Arsenal fans seemed quite happy with it. I mean, he's thirty-one. You know, he's mm. he's no finish. Um, he's he's got a lot left in the tank. Um. <laughs> You like that? Well, that was a little uh, Scottish, uh, Scottish so, uh, pun right there for those who don't know. Um, he's yeah, you know, he's thirty-one. He's he's a European champion. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he, you know, he's a leader on the pitch. He seems like a leader off the pitch as well. Um, you know, that calm head. He keeps the ball. I think for a team in form like Arsenal, that uh, you, you know, it's it's shrewd business again. Yeah. Uh, um, but. I mean, like, I mean, they got rid of one player really. I mean, they got Sunset Bell, and then like the other ones I've seen here on my list, uh, Teddy Sharman Low. I mean, that's a classic Chelsea reserves player who's never going to yeah. play for the first team if I've ever heard. End up at Bournemouth, a bit with a name like that. Uh, you know, haven't and Waterlooville. You know yeah. what I mean? Alone. That's that. That's that's the level we're talking about here. We're talking about 106 million in loan out to to haven't and Waterlooville. Um, it's yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, mm. and you know, talking of Chelsea loanies, Pete, I'll shut up here. But I was doing a bit of research here because you know Chelsea, and I think it's Carvalho is their loan manager. Um, Chelsea yeah. legend. Mm-hmm. Um, Chelsea are known for just loaning out their, their entire youth system. Anyone over the age of nineteen is fair game to be shipped across the world. <laughs> and I I came across a site that kept track of them all. Uh, yeah, there's a dedicated website for keeping track of Chelsea loanies. Nice. Uh, and also where Chelsea loanies are now in their career from previous years. Mm-hmm. It's a fascinating website. You can <laughs> you can lose yourself for years on these players that are playing, you know, in uh, like the, the Northwest Counties League. Um, so any guess on how many Chelsea players are out on loan at the moment? Oh, I'd say 20. Genuinely, that's my guess. Get lost. Get lost. There's 20, yeah. There's 20. Yeah, no way. 20. Yeah, 20, 20, wow. 20. Um, how many do you think you could name? Uh, I'd say uh, not. I mean, a few years ago, I, th- I reckon I could give you a few, but now I've kind of lost track of it. As you said, so many. I haven't been tracking them on that website. Um, But I mean, yeah, you've got Lukaku, still a Chelsea player. I didn't yeah. talk man. Um. Billy Gilmore, another one at Brighton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who? Now it gets difficult. Um, oh, gosh. Who's a Chelsea player out on loan? I'm sure these guys can't still be at Chelsea. Remember the days of like Lucas Piazon and Lewis Baker, these guys? Yeah. Going, going to Chelsea yeah, Arnhem, yeah, in, in the Netherlands. Um. Yeah, oh, I'm struggling here. Caballero, Caballero can't still be a Chelsea player, obviously. Um, Emerson, he's gone, isn't he? Gone to West Ham. I don't think he's alone. Mm-hmm. He went. Yeah, he's not alone. Um, yeah. yeah, there's probably a few more. Yeah, Levi Colwell is a is a yeah. uh, Brighton. Yeah, he is. Well done, mate. Yeah, there is 
There's probably one at Wigan, is there? <laughs> nah, nah, not this time. We got Arsenal's team. Uh, Lewis Bates. See a Chelsea player? Lewis Bates. Maybe it's Lewis Hall. Off. Yeah, I've already got it mixed up. Not on the list. He's not getting in. I mean, look, maybe I can I can hit you with, with a few names that it reminds you of. Ethan Ampadu. Ethan Ampadu. He must Serbia. be in, yeah, in Syria. He was at Venezia for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Levi Colwell, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, Callum Hudson-Odoi out at Bay oh, Leverkusen. Obviously, Romelu oh. Lukatu, which is one I forgot about. Yeah. Uh, remember Malanga Saar? I don't know if you remember. We could yeah. have done a pod on him. He was bad. Yeah, he's bad. out at Monaco. Yeah. Uh, Dujon Sterling. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. he's had a good few uh, appearances here. And then uh, maybe for the the, uh, the more uh, cultured of you, you remember uh, Xavier Simmons? Uh, Xavier Simmons, maybe? Um, yeah. Out at Hull City, getting a total of one appearance so far this season. Found um, I mean, then the rest, like, I won't save you with it. You know, some people at Chicago Fire, some people at Barrow. You know, Derby, Joe Hay has been loaned out to Derby County under 21s. Explain that one. Well, I have to show you know that, what I mean. Uh, the Barrow man, because he actually uh, he went to my school and I got a shout out to Sam McClelland. Yeah, legend. Hey, um, didn't, you didn't even man. mention him, just forgot yeah. he was out on loan, huh? Because he's he's a Chelsea player in my eyes, so yeah, got a great man, great player. Got to give him a shout out. So shout out to Sam, yeah. Um, so hopefully he can get he can get back, but he's obviously getting a good experience at Barrow, I'm sure. Um, playing a yeah, bit of football because sure. you're not going to play at a Chelsea at the minute if they're signing thirty million. That's players. what I was leading to. I was saying, look, they've got these twenty boys out on loan, and it's from all divisions, from you know, from a league that you and I could possibly get. a a kick into you know right up to you know the Burnleys and the the uh, the you know the AS Monaco's of the world and then mm-hmm. you know I think you know the the important thing to bring out is here they've just bought like seven twenty uh, like maximum the age of twenty two uh, age twenty two players yeah I and mean, what happens to all these youth players coming through you know the era of Mason Mount the Tammy Abrahams mm-hmm. uh, you know the Reese James it looks like it's already coming to an end. Yeah. Um, and we're going back to that Chelsea that just, uh, you know, is buying everyone. And is this good for English football? Because they're in Chelsea, have made a few of England's best talents over the few years. You know, it's mm-hmm. for Chelsea fans, they probably say it's best for Chelsea. For I think for, you know, the England fans and the, the Premier League English purists, they, uh, they might have something else to say. Yeah, I mean, I want to say two things there. First one, like those guys Mount Abraham, that was whenever Lampard was in charge and mm-hmm. they couldn't make signings. Um, and they did so well. And as soon as they were mm-hmm. allowed to make signings, they just, you know, they crumbled. Honestly, they they signed a few players and it just went downhill. Um, second thing, I just think, I mean, Chelsea are famous for their spending, but also I want to shout out their mistakes. Um. I think of any players they've let go over the years that have come back to haunt them. I mean, straight away, Lukaku. Lukaku. Um, and Kevin De Bruyne Kevin was once De Bruyne, a Chelsea yeah. player. Mohamed Salah was once a Chelsea player. Um, yeah. Hammy Abraham, they're crying out for a striker and that man's banging in the goals. Well, he was last season, not so much. But, I mean, still, Giroud, another man banging them in. So, yeah, just want to warn Chelsea that yeah, you can sign all these players, but you obviously have to let go of the likes of Conor Gallagher, uh, Christian Pulisic, Ziyech. They've already yeah. left. 
the likes of Christensen go to Mori, go to AC Milan. You know, he, I think he was their player of the season. Mori. Yeah. Oh, incredible. So there you go. Just a little warning to the Chelsea men, but it is what it is. Um. So, yeah. I just, I probably should for anyone. I just read up on it, obviously, because I needed to, to find out how they were getting away with it, to be honest, because I'm sure there are a lot of questions, you know, how is this possible? Are there no financial fair play or breaking any rules? Um, so, yeah, I'm sure you know it as well yourself. It's obviously the, the contract situation. Yeah, mansplain it to me, Pete. Come on. <laughs> just put your hand up if you have any questions, all right? <laughs> but no, just like, yeah, so I mean, they're they bought these players on like eight, nine, ten year contracts, and they're gonna spread mm-hmm. the cost of the player over the life of the contract. Um, so yeah, Mudrik, for example, is gonna cost ten million a year. Um, but then again, on the other hand, when you sell a player, they get all the profits straight away. So Abraham and Tomori, for example, they got seventy seven million off of those two. So that mm-hmm. almost, almost balances out the Mudrik transfer. Um. Also, you have your winnings as well. You know, if you get far in the Champions League, uh, those competitions, Premier League, obviously has so much money. So, yeah, that's that's money mm-hmm. coming in as well. Um, but then obviously the players have to have to perform. Um, so if they don't, you kind of, you know, you're you obviously have to cut their wages halfway through the contract, or you have to get rid of them, um, because you're spending so much money on them. Um. And obviously, mm-hmm. we've talked about how many players they have. You know, you only get a, tw- a 25-man squad uh, in UEFA competition. So, yeah, it's, if it doesn't work, then it really doesn't work. It's, it's a high-risk strategy for, strategy for sure. Um, yeah. And, and even then, if they get injured as well, it's, I mean, it does happen, <laughs> absolutely. So, it's really risky. But I do think, I think it's already being clamped down on because it's just, you can't keep, you can't keep signing players for, nine-year contracts it's ridiculous it's it's such a juxtaposition though because you never have heard of chelsea supporting a manager this much yeah has had a wretched time since coming to chelsea Mm -hmm. and the last thing you you thought you would be doing would be you know them buying you know seven 22 year olds and you know usually when people buy youth players or young players it's so they can Either they become first team players or they can sell them for a profit. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way you're selling Enzo Fernandez for a profit unless he, <laughs> you know, goes on to be the world's greatest player and does yeah, it yeah. as a Neymar. You know, it's um same with Mudrik. Like, you know, you, <laughs> maybe you get like two million more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, Real Madrid and that aren't spending that much money these days. Bayern Munich certainly aren't gonna are gonna pay that for him. Yeah. Um, I mean, talk about Cancelo probably uh, in a little bit, but um, you know, it's you know, you're, you're looking for the likes of uh, uh, Santos and uh, Fafana uh, and Badishi. Mm-hmm. I hope they're saying that right. You know, to, um, to, to if they're the only ones you could possibly even think about getting a profit on. So, you know, yeah. they, they've gone all in, cards on the table. And I hope it, that they're, you know, you, seven and a half hour, uh, year contract is, is ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I hope that you would get to see a lot of them players just stay there, you know, and build a core of a team. You know, yeah. players that you know will mention like 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 their Dean Whitehead because they've just been a part of the furniture <laughs> for so long. Um, uh, you know the Robert Hoofs of the world. You know what I mean that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So, you know, hopefully that's what happens, and we we don't just you know see them go on loan to X Y Z. You know, Vitesse. I think I, I read somewhere that they've loaned twenty nine people to Vitesse since starting there. Yeah. 
uh, yeah. that relationship. It's you know, come on, just just call it Chelsea. Uh, the yeah. uh, you know, so I, I'm really hoping that we see them, we come come together and you know maybe make something special. Otherwise, what the hell is this all for? Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely the question. It begs, you know, will it all work? Um, I mean, I doubt even Graham Potter is getting a say in in much of these things. He, I think, he even admitted it himself. You know, Mudrick kind of came out of the blue that he thought Arsenal was getting him, mm-hmm. like everyone else did. Um, but yeah, we're gonna see if it works. Um, that that was a question we we posed to our followers and. One person has replied to say that yes, it will work out for Chelsea, and I got a shout out my mate Terence Logue, who is of course a Chelsea fan, <laughs> so he's back in his own club, which is great to see. Everyone else thinks not, nah, they're they're it's not gonna happen for them. Um, so yeah, they're they're tenth at the table in the minute. They're they're closer to the relegation zone than they are at the top than they are to Arsenal. So it's gonna be one to follow for sure. Um, but. Yeah, transfers. We we definitely have to talk about a few others. Um, obviously, because deadline day is just finished there. Um, Premier League clubs record breaking eight hundred and fifteen million. Um, so it just shows the amount of money that is involved in the Premier League. Um, obviously, Anthony Gordon to Newcastle was a big one. Um, Leeds spent spent quite a bit of money. Uh, Rutter, striker. Um, Wolves. Wolves got a few signings as well. Danny Ings has gone to Villa. Uh, Trossard to, to Arsenal um, and Gakpo obviously as well to Liverpool but yeah what are, what are you saying about the transfer window? It's it's been you know I mean for a January transfer window it's been pretty pretty like crazy um, yeah usually we don't see this much and a lot of teams usually aren't willing to sell especially to you know to to rivals um, I really thought with with Trossard we were going to have a you know an Odin Wingy uh, repeat kind of thing you know, Brighton have been, you know, the standout team of the season. Apart from Arsenal, Brighton have been the standout, you know, I guess you could say almost unexpected team of the season. Trossard yeah. was a huge part of that, you know. Um, and and then, you know, he, he forced himself out of that club to, to join Arsenal. Um, and, you know, I, I think the biggest loser probably is uh, Martinelli in all of this. Uh, he's probably going to lose a bit of game time. You know, he's been in great form, but I can't see him and Martinelli and um, Trossard sharing a pitch. And I don't see him dropping yeah. Saka either. Um, but, you know, I think one of the, the biggest winners for me was Brighton. They didn't do anything at all, but, you know, mm-hmm. they sold Trossard for 20 million, uh, 27 million. And have they missed him uh, no. since? Uh, you know what I mean? Solly March has been incredible. Uh, Matoma um, as, as well. Unbelievable, you know. Brighton look like they just, you know, that that he's never played for them. They've made a crazy amount of profit. Uh, they kept Caicedo as well. Um, yeah. and McAllister, huge. Yeah, incredible. Um, and and you know, it's sometimes doing nothing when you're doing well is you know in the January transfer window is 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 not regressing. It's mm-hmm. keeping a, a good team together. So Brighton for me, I've seen as a as you know, as a crazy good team, uh, um, they stand out transfer window because they've made a profit. Yeah, and they still look incredible for it. And mm-hmm. and and maybe should I just highlight here? I in my notes here, I classed it as winners, losers, and Spurs. So I'll <laughs> let the Spurs fans think what they think of that. But before we get into the Spurs, like it's losers, straight away Liverpool. Like I know they mm-hmm. signed Gakpo, and you know he looks decent, and it wasn't a crazy price. Yeah, but they're just they're struggling all over. They're sentiments. Uh, a shamble was it's like the retirement home for former players and there you know Thiago has been keeping it respectable for them mm-hmm. um and you know they, they have Bakatic come in 
um, <laughs> who until the other day I didn't realize you know I I thought he was a centre back doing a filling yeah. job at centre mid, but you know he he did that he did that one good game and everyone's calling for him to start the next which he did. Mm. And it just doesn't sound, you know, you're talking about Harvey Elliott on the right and then Bahitich in the middle is what, 18, 19. And then, you know, whoever's not injured on the left-hand side of that uh, of that three. Um, yeah. You know, it's Liverpool spent so much on trying to get their attacking team in, in order since losing Mane mm-hmm. that they've all got injured. They look a shadow of themselves and, and in defence, they're just, they're just falling apart. And, you know, I have to say, if it, if it wasn't for Alisson, He's he's not been on the best form either. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if it was the you know Minule days, we'd be probably looking at Liverpool in a relegation scrap. It's been that bad. <laughs> so the 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 fact that they've not done anything, you know, even a loan signing or, you know, I, I don't want to sound like I know Liverpool have a structure and everything like that, and it's they've been doing well these years. But you know, FSG, um, you know, it, it seems like they're really done with the, with the club. Mm. Um, you know, to to continue with that success, you've got to you got to invest. And yes, they have invested in Diaz, Nunez, and but it's like they just forgot that defending exists. Yeah. And then you know, so so I'm sorry, Pete. I know big Liverpool fan, and to stop yeah. my rambling, I could just say Spurs, but I think I'll, I'll just give a tiny bit more context for those of you who ever live in Morocco. Matt Doherty contract cancelled, so he can move to. Um, Move to Atletico Madrid so they can get Pedro Porro in on loan with an option with a mandatory buy from Sporting mm-hmm. Lisbon. Uh, they've loaned out uh, Deji Spence, who was you know the hype train of of last season with Forest. Uh, Brian Gill out on loan. I mean, Jesus, like Lord Savers, like <laughs> the best thing he does is look like a Liam Gallagher wannabe, and then. Dan Juma on loan in, like, yeah. you know, what I mean, that that's a Burnley signing, that's a Sean Dice signing. That like, um, no, no disrespect to Dan Juma, but it's like, just Spurs being Spurs and poor Harry Kane, like, just imagine if he moved to City, what his life would be. Yeah, it's, I know. It's but... just ridiculous. <laughs> At least he's still ridiculous. there. That's that's something for and Sonny's back, so I think, I think they'll be all right, just all right. <laughs> We'll see, we'll see. But yeah, well covered, well covered. Um, obviously, you know, got to mention Forrest as well if we're talking transfers. <laughs> One somebody may have missed. They they brought in Chris Wood from Newcastle. Yeah. They brought in John Shelby from Newcastle. So they're just filling up that squad even more, which I didn't think was possible. Um, but yeah, that was that was plenty of transfers. Now we do have to just squeeze in our countdown. Obviously, yeah. um. So we'll we'll leave you in a couple of minutes, but we'll give you just enough time, Ryan, uh, for your countdown this week for for the three best transfers, um, mm-hmm. of of the January transfer window. So go for it. Yeah. So quickly, I know I've rambled on for most of this, so I really do apologize, but I am out of breath after talking about Spurs and slightly <laughs> more depressed being a Wigan fan. Um. Yeah, look, I, I've based this not on the price paid, but, you know, the mm. impact they'll have on the club and where the club is at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, you know, don't expect to see, the, you know, the world's biggest names in this. But starting number three, we're going down under. And down under, I mean, actually from Scotland, but with Harry Suter. Nice. Um, obviously, you know, like Stoke to, to Leicester for 15 million. He's young. He's probably better than his brother, John, uh, for those who know him uh, playing up in Scotland. You know, I, I've got it that he's decided to be Australian but you know he was he was a rock for Stoke I mean he's been a rock for Stoke 
He's rocked for Australia. He's young. I mean, he's more of a no-nonsense centre-back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's still he's still got time to play. And, and where Leicester are at the moment, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with a no-nonsense centre-back because their defence has been woeful since uh, since the, the Hoof and the Morgan days, really. Uh, yeah. You know, it's never really the same. So that's my number three. Um, number two? Future. Jan Sommer. Uh, it's, it's, it's a... You know, it's a needs must signing. Jan Sommer from uh, Much and Gladbach to uh, Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. uh, the Swiss veteran keeper. You know, he's probably the best shot stopper in 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 that league. Probably better than Neuer. But since Neuer decided to go skiing and and break his uh, break yeah. his leg into a million pieces at the age of thirty six, I don't think he will ever come back. And Sommer for five million, it's just a it's a no brainer. Keepers play until they're ninety uh, if they don't break their legs. Um, so. <laughs> So yeah, no, I'd yeah, I like number two. Although I'm not happy right. about that. I hate I hate Byron signing players like that. Just yeah, it's ridiculous. Byron's ridiculous. Got to Hummels, Sabitzer, who's just left for United. But I'm not yeah. gonna rant about Byron another time. I definitely will. But not. we'll do another pod on it. We'll do another trust me, my words. We'll have a Pete rant. I wanna, pod. Hear, I wanna hear your number one. Number one, right. It's the man who loves Claret and Blue, Danny Ings. Yes. Look. You know, let's not lie to yourself. West Ham have been crap this season. They, you know, they, Antonio had that one great season. Uh, he was incredible. Um, it was, you know, everyone was loving it, having a great time. And then just, just some Skamakas came in and, you know, he's yeah, got he's gone. He's that yeah, bad. He's not. Um, you know, he's been poor. He's been injured. Uh, Danny Ings, as I said, loves Claren Blue. He's a proven goal scorer. Didn't work out at Villa, but, you know, I'm pretty sure he was bought for Gerrard's Villa. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was never going to work out, really. And and Moyes is great at getting stuff out of strikers who are, you know, of a decent level. No one yeah. would have thought Antonio. He could make Kenwin Jones a 15-goal a season. I bet you any money if he had a chance with Kenwin. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Danny Ings, 15 million. West Ham are in, in the crapper. They're going to get a guy who's going to get him at least eight goals this season, is what yeah. I would say. You know, if not 10. Um, and then we're talking about half a season. Um, yeah, he's going to make a real difference. He's going to keep them up and away from uh, the danger zone. Mm-hmm. So that's it for me. The quickest uh, countdown ever. Pete, I really hope that lived up to your expectation. And if you want me to put a bit more flair, if you want me to put Enzo Fernandez in there for 106 million, I'll learn for next time. No, no, I'm very happy with that. It was well rounded off. We we talked about Fernandez and we talked about Chelsea enough after their mad window. But yeah, a reminder they spent three hundred million in January. But we'll leave you with that crazy figure. Um Ryan, thanks so much as always. Pleasure. Thank you very much, Pete. Thanks for having me as always. As always, we'll be back soon with another episode. And yeah, thanks so much for everyone for listening and watching. We really appreciate all the support. And we'll be back as soon as possible with another episode. Cheers. Bye-bye.